Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Chickens are weird! Alright, welcome back to the Irons World Podcast. Your boy DJ Iron One. And this your boy Diff You. We're coming back to y'all from Portland. This is now episode 26. You know how I say, man, I've been losing count lately. So. Yeah, this is episode 26. So, welcome back. Appreciate you rocking with us. What up, world? And, um, I don't know, my dad been asking me to do this. So, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Like, comment, and subscribe. There you go, dad. <laughs> Why you gotta, man? You gotta, why you gotta do, why you gotta say it like that? I don't know. It's just funny because he's like, yeah, make, make sure at the beginning of the podcast you ask people to subscribe. Man. I'm like, bro. All right. There you go, bro. I mean, every time somebody says that, I always like skip facts and get to the part where I want to just hear what I want to hear. Exactly. At least they listening and they viewing it. That part. You know so what we I'm appreciate saying? all the, uh, what we got, 61 subscribers now? You know, doing a little something, something. And that's all no promo. You know, that's just organic, as they yeah, say. We have something in the works, though, so we got true, something True, yeah, true. Yeah. We actually are, uh, I don't want to say behind, but we low-key should have been shot uh, another episode, and it's pretty good to be back, honestly. I kind of feel like it's been a minute. We got a lot to unpack. Um, but first, I think we should recap, starting off with a few things that kind of went down over the past few weeks. Um. How you been, actually? You know, first and foremost, cause like oh, I've been alright. I mean, just been applying for like roles and stuff like that. Okay. Stuff, trying to okay. get back to the agency space, like that. But um, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's funny. We went to this. Um, how how was your week been so far? I mean, shit. I'm good. You know, I'm about I to go to North Fourth of July. I'm about to go to North Carolina. Uh, in a, like two weeks from now. So I'll be out there for a little bit, seeing the fam and shit, and then. Yeah, grinding, man. Working on his music, working on his content with you. Uh, just dropped a new track as well with a, with a homie. So, yeah, I'm all right. Can't complain. That's what's up. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. Last was it last week we went to that thing? Man, that was so many joints ago. I'm just saying that was it last weekend. I, I think. Like it was last I'm pretty weekend. sure it was. Last it was week. last Friday. It was last weekend. Yeah, so last Friday he got tickets from who'd you get tickets from again? Was your old boss? Yeah. yeah. His old boss gave us tickets to this, like, um, Dr. Dre, Chronic, uh, really just 2000s, Chronic, I guess Chronic and 2001 orchestra situation. It was cool, I guess, but I wasn't what, really what, rocking what, with what it. What you mean it was cool? Why are you being nice? I wasn't rocking with it. I, rocking with talking it. I about? I wasn't rocking with it. It was cool. No, it wasn't, it cool. wasn't cool. That shit was not cool was at all. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. It was awkward. It was cringe. I don't ever want to be in, in a situation like that again. I got a lot to uh, I got a lot to say about it, um, but I'm gonna let you go first because uh, yeah, it just wasn't it. Yeah, it was not it. I was not rocking with it. I ten out of ten would not recommend. Not even gonna hold you. It was it, like kind of like what he was saying. It was just like there was just certain points where it was just like we were standing there and it felt like it was just we were just it just felt awkward even being in the space. It just got me when they put the word. Like those those two in the same sentence, like or phrase or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like 
Dr. Dre's The Chronic album orchestra. Like it was or, no, it wasn't orchestra, my bad. I think it said symphony. I don't know what the fuck it no, said. No, I said orchestra. Is it orchestra? Yeah. Either way it goes, like it wasn't an orchestra. It wasn't orchestrated. <laughs> it wasn't an orchestra. It was like more so like two two people covering a bunch of Dr. Dre songs. Exactly. And that and then that from and the then, first Chronic album and then the album two thousand. Now mind you, one. if you know, you know the Chronic album has multiple features. It's just two dudes on stage. And not to mention, one of the dudes is white. Why would you get a white dude to perform the Chronic album when there's no white people on that album? Like, it just made no sense. Like, I just tried to understand it, and I couldn't. I didn't even know why he was on stage. He wasn't playing an instrument. I wasn't rocking with it. (laughs) And I mean, to even expound even more on this shit, it's like, I'm not even a person that likes to to hear covers. I don't really want to hear. And it's just some people, man, you just don't want to, you don't want to hear other than them. Like Dr. Dre should not be covered. If if Dr. Dre's not stepping on stage with a mic again, that's cool. But I don't want to hear anybody doing a rendition. I mean, I have some video footage of it. Yeah, why don't you show them footage? That's actually a good idea. Let me see if I can get the audio to work with it too. But yeah, like this was not, I wasn't rocking with it. Long story short. And then dudes outside talking about some day Grammy Award winning or some shit. Cap. I'm like, what? Cap. Cap, 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 cap. Good cap. Well, let me start it over and then let me also cut the Like, what is this? What is that, yo? What is that? It's like basically that could be anybody that's in the crowd getting on stage just performing that. That's how I looked at the shit. It's still we get we got more. Can you see it? I went to their IG. Like I said, I was going through IG stories. 
and somebody I followed was saying he was on stage, and I was like, oh, what the heck? I was like, hold it up. And I went to the IG, and I was like, oh, that's bro, I made the food truck in LA. You did that shit with stage? Nah. Oh, uh, here's a little John for you. Little... Yeah, like, what the fuck was this? I don't know, why Dr. Dre never we... said that. Yeah, like, why are you playing? <laughs> Yo. Never once did I hear Dr. Dre say that. Literally using a Yin Yang Twins Lil John song on a fucking chronic album performance. Yeah, nah, that wasn't it. So, yeah, make a long story short, this shit was trash. I really do appreciate the tickets and the invite. Because uh, honestly, I actually was hyped. I thought it was going to be pretty cool. Because, like, I heard Illmatic done um, by an orchestra. Like, Nas did that whole thing, but it was Nas performing. So, in my head, I'm thinking, like, I already knew Dr. Dre wasn't going to be there. But I was just thinking, like, okay, maybe they're just doing an all instrumental. You know what I'm saying? They might have That's somebody doing some of the hook or something, maybe. Be straight but, orchestra instruments playing. Like, There's nothing but Dr. Dre cuts from, like, the first Chronic, maybe, and then, like, the Chronic 2001. Yeah. Like 2001 album. That shit was not cool. It wasn't it. Um, That's all I really got to say about that. I think we're just going around circle saying that shit was trash. But, yeah, shit was trash. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what we're about next? What's next on the list? We got a few topics. Um. I mean, we got the, the first one. I don't know if we want to talk about that one now, if we want to push that one a little bit later. No, I might as well go ahead and get to it. All right, well, uh, I don't know how much y'all follow the sneaker space, but, or the, I guess the the rock space either, but Corn got a, a collaboration with Adidas. I guess it kind of makes sense because they had a song back in the day called Adidas, and they used to wear Adidas pretty heavily. So right, which so that's like we were just talking about, um, like like to think, like a few pods ago about how like collabs is getting played out. A lot of shit is just overdone, and every now and then you get something that makes sense, and it's crazy because this is one of those like if you know you know type. Because if you're looking at it from the outside and you don't know, it's like why the fuck are they doing a collaboration? You know what I'm saying? You would think oh sellout type shit, but. Dude's been representing Adidas actually since the '90s, and I mean it's pretty much a lot of proof of that on of him on stage. So it's kind of cool. I mean, it's like oh, and then on top of that, they were actually supposed to get um, an Adidas deal back in the day, but it fell through. Why? So they ended up going. Um, I, can't, I can't remember the details, but essentially, uh, it just didn't work out. Something had happened, and it didn't work out. So they ended up signing with Puma. Hmm. And they had a Puma deal back in the day. Hmm. Uh, so, again, it was just like, I guess, them rekindling the flame. I mean, yeah. But honestly, I'm not mad at the uh, the collab. They didn't really do too much, anything crazy on it. And I'd actually rock those pairs. I mean, they look kind of like a skate shooter. That's exactly. Yo, it's funny. Yeah. I was thinking that, literally. That's what it kind of reminded me of. An old, it's a the, campus, but it looks the, like a skate shoe. It's got like a thicker sole than what you normally see on a campus. It reminds me of like that late 90s, early 2000s vibe. Or a thicker tongue, rather, on the campus than you normally see. Hey, turn that dude up. I can hear. Oh, you want me to turn the audio up? Yeah, he's talking about some shit. Branding, which I think is pretty cool, especially given that their aesthetic has always been kind of black and white. It just kind of goes hand in hand. And I think it's cool whenever you can see a special little touch whenever you do see a collaboration. Now, I did want to bring your attention to the tongue on the left pair as well. 
they are also featuring the corn logo and now we're taking a look at the second pair yeah, which is the adidas super modified which is going to retail you for a price of 140 dollars on the insoles there it features the life is peachy album art which i think is pretty sick and like i mentioned we're also getting some merchandise as well i ain't crazy about the hoodie i ain't crazy about the 60 each now the white corn logo yeah. hoodie is allegedly supposed to run 120 dollars the, the track suits are supposed to range anywhere True. from 80 to 180 dollars let me know what you think I'd get the and I included with, this the photo of Jonathan pants. Davis on the cover of Current Magazine, again spotted wearing Adidas, just to kind of hammer home that these guys were on top of the world in the 90s and the early 2000s, and they chose to rock simple stuff like this. While we're here, I want to know your favorite song in the comments, so let me know. I definitely grew up man, on these guys myself. The new metal era was the, the shit, man, forever. Like, like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say that. That now, shit aged well, to point out in my opinion. I might be biased. Collab, they're of course not the first metal band or rock band to have a sneaker collab, so I had to give a special yeah, shout out the, to Metallica, um, the biggest band of all time and one of my favorites. Now the they sold the fuck shit. out. Metallica sold the fuck out. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, they got a collab finally from Adidas. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Corn, yo. Shout out to all the Corn fans out there. Yeah, like I said, the new metal era was an amazing era, man. Cause like, it was the perfect meshup of like heavy metal and rap, and it, it just worked. You know what I'm saying? And like, it it was short lived, but the bands that came out of it, man, it was a, it was a vibe. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. That's. I mean, I feel like the only reason I know about a lot of those bands was just through playing like games like Tony Hawk and like Dave Mirror and stuff like that. I mean, you know me, man. I just and just through watching MTV and stuff like that back in the day. That and then growing up around skaters and shit, corn was just that yeah, was, too. It was relevant in yeah. my world. Growing up around a bunch of white kids in the suburbs, you will find out it was relevant about some stuff. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but yeah, what's the what's the next thing you want to talk about? You want to go straight in the list? Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> The Sauce House roster with a question mark. Why you put a question mark behind it? Uh, that's probably because I was like, it's like a potential maybe. That's probably what that meant. I mean, what you want to talk about? I mean, nah, man. It's just, I feel like it's overdue. Like, shit. I've been on Sauce House for a minute. And I kind of do be staying on them. Like, I, I, I really go out of my way to make sure uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm in tune with what's going on with Pierre's team and like his his artists and shit. So he really ain't missed, honestly. Now as far as his shit, that's solo, not true. He's missed with a couple of projects. You ain't let me finish. As far as his solo, in my opinion, that last recent one was the most weakest shit he's done. But other than that, I really feel like he ain't never missed. Like he hasn't. Like all his shit, he he don't ever miss. I feel like to me. The weakest shit that he's done so far, like all the shit that I got from him, is the most recent project in that Chavo's World uh, 2. You said you didn't like that one project that just dropped. Oh, yeah, ain't like, but that's not him, though. It is him. No, I'm saying, that's not him. That's not, I, it's not him that I don't like. I don't like that artist. The artist, I don't like his voice. He kind of annoys me on the track, and he ruins it for me to enjoy the beats. Well... So it's not Pierre, it's it's like, and I don't think that's, what, did that come out on Sauce House? I think so. Let me see. Um, but no, I, I, no disrespect, but I I, I just, yeah, I'm not, confident in Sauce I'm not a fan of that project. Look real quick. 
Who's your favorite artist of uh, Sauce House right now? Uh, I can't really say I have one. Yeah, it's off Sauce House. Probably. And for those of y'all wondering, we're talking about this project called Born Seditionary. Yeah, by this artist called Kura. And it's in the sauce house. But um, I'd say my favorite artist by him would probably have to be, I don't know, probably Jelly. Is Jelly even under Sauce House or is he? Yeah, Sauce House, man. Yeah, Jelly. Um, I feel like, I don't know. It's kind of hard, honestly. I ain't gonna lie. I really like I like them all, man. This is just one. He it's for some reason his production always goes, and he always knows how to find the right artists that just work. And I don't know. He's pulling out them bangers. Like for me to say that I like Jelly over Chavo would be kind of fucked up, and to say that I like Fraser Trill, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Cause all them, cause every single take they put out is always a bop or something on there. So for me, it's kind of hard. But I feel like they've been going hard lately, and I'm really, um, I've really been enjoying seeing the shit they've been doing. A lot of people don't really be fucking with them like that. They only really know Pierre, and then like you might know some like. I people, I think Pierre might be the only person on South South people really recognize. Don't nobody really like know his artists like that. That's another reason why I'm, I'm always pushing them. I feel like a lot of people for real only know Pierre because of Playboy Cardi. So, and then like Young Nudie, they kind of like help. Yeah, they kind of help each other. Yeah, they help each other. But what I'm saying is like that's the reason why I'm even want to talk about this too is just to uh, shed light on on these artists because um he's been putting out a lot of work and he's also been putting in a lot of work on his team and I feel like shit. They need to get that fucking recognition, you know what I'm saying? Because he's got a good ear as a producer, but he also knows like the people that make sense to his production. I like Shark too. Oh yeah, I like Shark. I'll yeah, yeah. Um, house. I like Shark too. I'm trying to think of anybody else that I. Like. I mean, I guess you could throw Chavo in there. He's probably the third one I fuck with the most. I can't put anybody in a list. And for those who uh. Are listening as well. All these artists that we mentioned are on the uh, playlist, so you can, much. you can check these artists out. Uh, we'll drop them in the details and shit, and uh, at the bottom of the video, I don't know what the fuck you call that shit. Description. Description. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, shout out to Sauce House, man. Oh, and that uh, the new Shark Project was cool. I was fucking with that shit. Now that that other dude Cure, I don't know about. I don't, yeah. That shit, I wasn't with. I got a track I put on the jam session. I think y'all would like it. Facts. I know you didn't make it all the way through the project, so. Is it the beat that I like? I think so. Yeah, it might be that beat that I like. What we got next? Um. Oh, yeah, so Young Thug and Gunna drop their albums at the same time. Something you want to talk about? Actually, you put that, on, put that list. on the list. I don't want to fucking talk about that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, they dropped the album. I don't album. even like Gunna. Anyway, like, Young, Thug and, Young Thug and Gunna <laughs> dropped albums at the same time. People are saying, um, I mean, we listened to Young Thug's album all the way through. What'd you think about it? I only like like 
two tracks out of the whole thing. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I feel like there was probably like, like So Much Fun was the best project he's put out so far in Jeffrey, I feel like. I mean, I say I probably like maybe like six of the tracks he put out, six or seven maybe. And then I haven't really fully listened to the Gunner project yet, but based on what I've been hearing on the internet and seeing on the internet and seeing in text message group chats, a lot of people are saying that Gunner's album is actually harder than Young Thug's album. Everybody's saying that right now. I mean, honestly, like, I don't listen to Gunner, so I can't really say much. I never really liked him as a rapper. I don't like his voice. I don't really want to talk about this shit because I'm just going to sound like I'm bitching. So I don't, I, I don't even... Yeah. Plus, too, I used to listen to old Gunner, but I, mean, I can't really say I'm, I'm still familiar with a lot of his new stuff simply off the fact that I DJ, but I mean, I haven't listened to this newest project yet, but I should definitely listen to it and download it. I ain't gonna lie, I was going tomorrow. to listen to it. I was gonna listen to it and should have. Like, I, I kind of, like, in my heart and had intentions to listen to it just for the culture, but I just never got around to it, honestly. It's on my list of things to listen to now. But I have heard good things about it. Because what's the name of the project again? Because Young Thug's project is called Business is Business. Gunner's project is called Oh, A Gift and a Curse. Let me show you. I guess I'll show you guys the, art, the artwork for each one of them. Since I have the ability to do that. This is the Gunner artwork. A Gift and a Curse. Came out like a week ago, maybe. It's got 15 tracks on it. Then, where's Young Thug? Here we go. Young Thug, Business is Business. Came out a couple of days before Gunners Project came out, I think. Right? Was it? No, same day. Yeah, might be. Clearly just said that. But anyway, this is the artwork for Young Thug. And it's got 15 tracks on it as well. Yeah. So that's what we got on that, but um, I don't know. I'd say I, I rocked probably about six or seven tracks off Young Thug. So once I give you guys, once I listen to the, the Gunner album in full, uh, I guess circle back with you guys and give you a, a full comparison. But the but everybody is saying the Gunner's album is better as of right now. Um, and I guess that kind of leads us into our next topic since we just talked about two Atlanta artists. This is something I've kind of felt. I felt this way for for quite some time. Um, I don't know if you feel the same. I feel like you probably do. But being from the South, um, I've come, kind of felt like Atlanta has been or could be considered the new capital of, of rap since, like, honestly, the, the, the mid-2000s. What do you think about that? Is that a bold claim? Is that what you said spot on? Say that again. I say Atlanta could have been could be considered the new capital of rap since starting from like the early mid two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, you can I mean, say that. I just think of all the areas you can that say we've that. been through that Atlanta's been super you can prominent say that. in. I mean, are you talking about Atlanta in general or the South? Atlanta, for real, for real. Because the I mean, South Atlanta and then I guess Because the South in general has had the South has had a chokehold on music for the past 20-something years now. And that's facts. Nothing, everything is trapped now, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, but I even think of, yeah, but even like the, 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 the trap, even, even, even trap, the trap genre, I feel like, started in Atlanta. I, I feel you, but I'm just saying that 
Crunk. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that the South, because all of that is part of that. Right, but I'm saying I feel like all those genre, all those subgenres of hip hop started in Atlanta, though, and then trickled out elsewhere, kind of, sorta. Yes, I, I kind of, I feel you to an extent. I don't want to speak too early because because there's snap, always you got snap music. There's, snap music there's like pretty much the majority of it is from Atlanta. I, I can yeah. say that for a fact. But there's a few things that's always been argued that that could possibly, because uh. I think it still comes from Atlanta. Though. I think it still comes from Atlanta, though. They, I think Ti was the one that was claiming he was the first to, uh, to to really put the trap shit on the map. As yeah. far as you know, what I'm saying. I mean, and you know, down from there it goes Gucci, Jeezy, mm-hmm. and you know that whole pipeline. And you could trickle off to some other states. But like, yeah, man. I mean, that's why I just say the South has had. A, I, I just put everybody in the general as, as in in one big basket because the South has had the rap game or the culture and a chokehold for a long time and even, Atlanta is even, a, the, even the dances we've been having I mean I can't even say the dance all the, all no the yes dances. The, a lot of the dances a lot of the dances yes but not all of them no but a lot a lot of them yes I mean yeah where did you get the, what, made, what made you even like feel like have people been talking about this shit no nah, it was just something that I saw on IG um, one of the homies posted some shit and I was just like, yeah, like, look, let me see if I can even find I, can, I might be able to find a DM. Because, I mean, it's an interesting perspective. I mean, you know, like, Andre 3000 was saying at the awards, like, you know, South got something to say. They always treated us like we, you know, with some country bunkins that was talking too fast and hard to understand. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, he posted something about, um, something, something in the story was talking about how Atlanta, how somebody was saying, yeah, Atlanta got it right now. And it's like, yo, Atlanta's been had it. Facts. And then that, like, and, exactly. And then, so uh, I was like, what? Like, what are they talking about? Have they not been outside? Have they not listened to music? Because I was seeing where these prominent artists in the rap. I was going to say that myself. From? I was going to say we always, we've always been part of this shit as far as the South. But people just ain't never been listening. So the 2000s, as you said, is like the, the you know, the big mark is where we put a dent in a lot of shit. Because you had outcasts that you know kind of brought a new light to the south and you had eight ball and mjg you had ugk that was like a a era right but when the 2000s hit for the south it was certain sounds that really really catapulted bro and the two things that really really catapulted that transcended not only into pop culture but also fucking fashion. Well, one of them transcended into fashion. Both of them transcended into pop culture, though. And that's crunk music and snap music. Yeah. Those two, those two genres. Those two, though, alone just did so much. Because you talking artists, you talking cultural wave. I mean, yes, maybe in America it was more big than overseas. You didn't see people wearing long tees and shit. But as far as the culture, the impact or whatever, it so was a geez. thing. You know what I'm saying? And you got to remember, Snap Music kind of had like, it was it was rocking for a, a hot little minute. How many years did it, did it run? It was short, but it was short-lived, but it was rocking. I said, it had its run from like, when did La- Laffy Taffy come out? Damn, dude. That was like 04, right? It made me feel like I'm getting old. I don't even want to go back. I don't even Laffy Taffy was 04, wasn't it? Go, you got to check, check the dates. 
I don't feel like Let's see, when did Laffy Taffy come out? I feel like it was 04. But the point is that it's like a, a lot of the shit that the South has done, it, it put a dent in the culture, and this is what I'm trying to say. Kind of like the same way New York did. So what I'm getting at is you got New York now sounding like the South. You know how they've been saying for the, for the longest, New York doesn't really have okay. its sound. It was 2005. You know how they've been saying for the, long, for the longest, New York doesn't really have its sound. A lot of the New York artists don't sound like New York artists, you know? And then let's be real. The drill sound is not American. The drill sound isn't even from here. So, like, a, really, honestly, the South is one of the few genres, I mean, the few uh, sub-genres out of hip-hop that really gained, gained its own sound other than the West Coast. Because New York did, but New York ain't even embracing their own sound no yeah, more. Yeah, New York, I feel like, had a lot of... New York and East Coast have a lot of like jazz samples and stuff like that. Same with like old old Chicago. But the South was about the eight oh eight, about that bass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you you got the you right. You actually bring in a good ass point. It's not like all the way one hundred percent solid, but the East Coast sound with hip hop was very jazz based samples. Smooth. When you go to the West Coast, it's funk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you go to the South, it's a little bit of everything. But it's you gotta have the bass. Yeah. The bass is the the fucking main ingredient. Everything else Hard is like and heavy, heavy hitting bass and eight oh eight. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy to think about all those interesting little components and things that like define the sound. But like I said, really and truly, I'm gonna say this because if you're really listening right now, the South has always been here because we we kind of like, in my opinion. I feel like a lot of even some of the new sounds, in my opinion, kind of come from the South sound. And, and, and I'm going to say that with the Detroit shit. Only with production, though. I ain't talking about flow. Okay. Detroit got their own flow on lock. They even got their own style of beat. But I still feel like that though their beats are a form of trap. Yeah. I, I feel like once you add, like, there's a certain type of way you throw things on a beat or I don't even know how can I word this there's a way you put things together to make a beat a certain way to make it a trap beat and when you have those same components and you like mix it up it don't really matter how you do it if you use it the same way it's still technically gonna be a trap beat for the most part for the most part like when you're doing 808s and you got some hi-hats and you got a snare and you got a kick for the most part if you do it a certain way it's gonna have a trap vibe you know what I'm saying? There's other directions you can go in it, but the direction you hear with a lot of rap beats, like, you can tell it kind of comes from trap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can tell that trap beats have been, like, the main drive for a lot of production for the past, like... Yeah, I'd say for at least the past, like, 15... Yeah, 15, 15 20 years. years. You can say 15. Yeah, I'd say at least since, like, high school, 2010. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, you got your one-off beats. So, you got that, right? Then... Cause like think about it like uh I don't know like some of the fact that certain trap songs were like mainstream and on the radio like when Gucci started getting his tracks on the radio station I was like yeah what like this is different but what I was getting at but then when you get to the West Coast the West Coast sound they've held their own too I think what I'm getting at is since we're talking even the sound of the West low key comes from somewhat sort of the South because I mean. Mm. Not 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 really. Sort of George Clinton. That, I'm not. You can't count that. Why not? That's a person. 
I'm talking about his sound don't define the South, bro. So we no, it don't define the South. But I so mean, that you can't he's use from the South. That doesn't mean shit. A lot of people from the South. We're talking about the sounds and what they brought. And when when it comes to that, that that doesn't doesn't not this is not relevant. How's it not? Because he's from the South, but funk is not Southern, bro. So it's like where we. It's just not. It doesn't really matter about that. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the music that they did. His sound doesn't define the South. There's certain artists that are from the South and their sound defines the South. So you can't use him as an example. Not for this. I was just saying how his sound influenced, like, I mean, he's from the South. His sound, the sound that he created influenced the West Coast. Yes, but you're bringing him being from the South. I'm not talking so about... the South has influenced the West Coast sound. Indirectly, but directly at the same time. I could, indirectly, but that's not what I'm trying to say, though. What I'm trying to say that's is... That's all I was saying. What I'm trying to say is the West Coast sound also has carried their own weight to the point to where you don't really, because think about it this way. What I'm trying to say is if you think about it, everybody else pretty much sounds like the South. He's more like modern West Coast. Just in general where we at right now with it. So modern West Coast. Modern West Coast. Yeah, modern, okay, definitely not then. But like, but what I'm getting at I'm is. Thinking, if, I'm talking about like, like old, old West Coast, like Dr. Dre and shit. If you, if you listen, like if you listen to what, to what, to most of the shit. Everything sounds like it's from the South. With the West Coast, they've been able to hold their sound, and a lot of people can't really mimic it, if you know what I mean. When you try to do a West Coast sound, it's just like you're trying to, you're not going to do it. People that do West Coast shit, they're from the West Coast. You ever think of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't normally hear too many artists get on a West Coast type bop and can really, like, really pull it off and make it sound like a bop. It's kind of hard if you ain't ready, because I can speak on that as a producer. Like, I, I've just now started to really embrace certain sounds, and I produce, like, with the ear in mind for, like, the West Coast bop. There's a certain type of bop that comes with it. When I start thinking about the flow and rap to that, I'm like, yo, it's definitely a certain type of vibe and cadence from what I'm used to when it comes to, like, rap. Like, I can rap on it, but it's, like, it's just a different type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm getting at is, like, when you got that whole sound, a lot of people, like don't gravitate towards that a lot of people are gravitating towards the detroit style beats and the fucking trap beats you know what i'm saying in which to me i kind of feel like are all the same even though the detroit do have their own little bop i'm not taking that away from it i'm I feel just like the detroit sounds very specific it does sound specific but it's the beats still have elements of trap yeah, production so that's what I mean, i'm saying when you hear one it's like you know for sure you know it's detroit, it's detroit. But that's also why I was saying, like, you starting to hear the spillover now. You starting to hear people get on, and I'm kind of getting tired of that too. I actually want to say that too. Can we stop getting on Detroit beats if you're not from Detroit? Like, and honestly, this only goes to the people who are rapping. Cause I'm gonna be real with you. I'm kind of getting tired of it. Like, I'm a producer. I have no problem producing a Detroit type beat or whatever. But yeah, like, I don't really want to hear somebody that's not from Detroit get on a Detroit beat. How do you feel about that? Am, am I tripping? I mean, I say it's definitely overdone. Yeah, it's getting, as of late, but it's getting you know, kind of overdone. Detroit kind of has the game on lock right now, so I'm not really surprised it's happening. Like I'm not mad at it, but I just want to hear the Detroit motherfuckers do it. It is what it is. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Atlanta's the new capital of hip hop, and they have been for quite some time. I think you're gonna be get you're gonna get a lot of arguments on that. From West, Coast, from West Coast people, though. I don't care. 
Because the West Coast got their own little vibe, bro. People still bump Mac Drake, Mac Drake like it ain't shit, and they ain't going to give a fuck about nothing else. Yeah, but that's very regional. But only people from like Northern California. Ever since I've really ever since ever, ever since I moved to the West Coast, people in Southern California don't really put Mac Dre like that. Ever since I moved to the West Coast, that's that's the thing. Yes, but I'm saying though, like in a specific area of the West Coast, like the Bay and up. I can I feel you. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm talking about the West Coast in general. Me just being on this side, Maybe. it's more relevant. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely more relevant. And I feel like you're on the West Coast where he's from. But I'm saying though, and you're not that far from the Bay. When you talk to people on this side versus the people on our side, a lot of them are still stuck on their West Coast sound, and they may have a few Southern people in their pocket. But for the most part, they don't bump a lot of Southern rappers. Like be real, like like there's people like this, us in the know that are from Cali or in Cali that listen to everything. We're we not even do. in Cali. I said, I'm saying that are from Cali or in Cali. I'm just saying that, are, but we are in the know. Like we listen to a little bit of everything. But then there's people that are like in Cali or on the West Coast. They are on. They that's their sound. They don't really fuck with. They might fuck with a few East Coast artists. They might fuck with a few Southern artists. But for the most part, yeah, they rock with West Coast artists. They, exactly. So what I'm saying is, West Coast sound kind of just holds their own. You know what I'm saying? So they might be a what little. You mean it holds their own, like they hold their own as far as like their own sound. Nobody can really mimic it. West Coast has been doing their thing too, is what I'm saying. I feel like at the end, what yeah, I'm trying bro. to say is the that's... south, the south and West Coast, really the the top two that's holding the sound right now. Because when you think about it, no one's trying to sound like West Coast. Their sound is defined. I say it's the South and Detroit. Detroit now, because Detroit just started coming in. Detroit ain't even. Detroit's just started coming in for the past three years, maybe. Right, but I'm saying though, currently the South and Detroit. I wouldn't really say it's because I mean for a minute. But you, remember, for a minute, I'm saying. For, no, what I'm saying though, for a minute in like 2015 through like maybe 2017, you was hearing mustard on the beat on every fucking thing. True. Not true. 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 That's Damn, that's anymore. a good point. That's a good point. That's, what I'm saying. that's a good point. No, and then the like jerking era too. Yeah, like you got the West a good Coast point. is not necessarily. But I was just saying that the, the West Coast people sound anymore. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying though, I was just saying that the West Coast people are gonna argue that. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going. You already know how I feel. The South, like I said, has been had it. Yeah, hands down. But shouts out to Memphis too, because you've been bumping a lot of Memphis shit too. But that's the South. Like, I know, but I'm just saying. You talking about Atlanta being the capital? They are. But, yeah, but Memphis also is, a lot of people been on that Memphis sound. But I, I said Memphis is like the capital of like one of the capitals of like underground rap and i don't know if i'm reaching with that i mean there's a few states there's a few places because like when you think of underground when i think when i think of underground rapping i just think of that like raw well yeah no 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 yeah 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 like that's but there's memphis, a few places memphis, that was on that that's memphis to the core and i guess you could maybe say that a little memphis bit of like a little bit of houston yeah you, so like you, so you, houston and memphis kind of have this the underground rap sound that I think of anyway when I think of underground rap. When I think about it, you're right. It's it's the most it's the most unpolished. Yeah, and, and intentionally too. So yeah, I right. would agree. I would agree with that. Well, yeah, not to like I don't know dwell on this topic for too long because we do have a few topics we want to talk about. There was a song that we mentioned um, not too long ago. It's a song by Key and Tony Snow called um, "Unique God." You can to it on the jam sesh maybe two or three episodes ago. Probably two episodes ago. Yeah, two episodes ago. Um, 
but we were trying to show you the video that we saw on Instagram that was kind of teasing the track, but it was not out yet. Um, the teaser video is now kind of out. They had like a live event at some church in Atlanta. So we figured we'd show y'all that. I thought I was listening on Spotify or watching this little teaser video. Okay. I thought the concept was cool. What you think? I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I literally thought they had a music video related around this. Yeah. They should have did a music video in the church. That wasn't lit. Yeah. I actually would have enjoyed yeah. it. Let's talk about some tiny desks coming to I was just about to fucking say they brought the tiny desks to the church. I was really about to say that. <laughs> saying that word in church is funny. Shut up, sons. I got one daughter. Shit up, hard, cause you can do better. I ain't seen nothing, heard nothing, just like I'm Helen Keller. I'm talking sugar bread. I ain't seen, I ain't heard nothing like I'm Helen Keller. Live, you can hear his lyrics so much clearer. Like, not that I, I always can hear his lyrics, but live, you just, it just, you really can hear him. Like, like you really be, you really be like feeling what he's saying. That jacket Tony Snow got on his heart. Understand what he's saying live though, right? Spike is the way you holding the mic. Cause I, you know, I almost lost it as well. 
And I'm just showing everybody that even though, you know, situations at hand really don't matter. What matters is what you do after that. I don't got shit to say, man. Let's go. Well, that was that video. So that's out the key. I wonder what the other video is like, though. I'm like, I'm just confused. Like, I didn't, I really thought that they was going to do that shit in the church. Like, that was the actual video for it? Yes. Nah. I guess not. We found out today that that was not the actual video. Yeah, man. Buster Ron's got his Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, And it's like, BET Awards did it. It's kind of like, of course, you know, we should be the ones to do it. Because I don't know who the fuck else is going to do it. He should have been got an award, man. It's Busta Rhymes, one of the most iconic um, rappers of our time, honestly. Especially when it comes to, like, the music videos. I mean, let's just be real. Like, him and Missy Elliott defined what music videos were supposed to be about. And in my opinion, I feel like that holds more weight than a lot of his music. And not saying that, like, it's like his music ain't good because Busta Rhymes. But if you really understand the art of what they brought to the table, him and Missy Elliott was like the first artist with million dollar budgets. Literally, like they changed the game. They changed the game for real with the music videos. Now, of course, these days you do a music video in your fucking kitchen and it doesn't cost you a thing. But in the 90s, like nobody was trying to spend that much money and take it to the next level the way they were doing it. And then another crazy thing is a lot of the stuff that, you know, that they were doing was stuff that they were coming up with on their own. It wasn't like they had other people like, oh, we're going to do it this way. No, this is the stuff that they were, this is stuff they're pulling out their ass. So to me, I feel like he should have been getting, getting his flowers a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? He gave us a lot of classics and he's still dropping shit. So, and me being such a like real hip hop head, I always got to drop something. Uh, fucking, was it like two years or so? Because it was... Time to something before that? Huh? Was the time to drop something before that? Uh, not too long, but he's pretty... Bus Ron's pretty consistent. He puts out projects. Because, like, the the most recent one was the sequel to his, uh... Ooh. The most recent one was the sequel to one of his projects from back in the day. And that was that's not even, like, two years old, I don't think. It's, like, still kind of fresh. It's, like, it might be two years old now. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally like pretty fresh. Time kind of flies on me, so. Oh, I think I need to. Okay. The one in 2020 is the last one you dropped. Yeah, so that's like. That's three years ago, though. Well, I mean, still. That's still kind of fresh. Almost for, four years ago. Still kind of fresh for like, you know, to me as far as like most recent albums. And the last project he dropped before then was 09. So, nah. Nah, but he's had compilations and stuff as well. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking at Apple Music right now, and he it goes from 09 to 2020. He's definitely got albums because conglomerate, the conglomerate has albums and that's his label. They do have projects, but I mean, that might not all be on there. Either way it goes, he's still been pretty consistent if you haven't. And then you got to also include features too. But the features really count though? I mean, if you're putting in work and you're staying relevant, yeah. Now, do I care about every soft? Now, I ain't going to hold you and act like I care about every feature, but let's not act like that Busta Rhymes and Chris Brown feature people like kill that shit. I don't like that. Look track. at me now. 
That's from like 2011. It doesn't matter. I'm Bro, making. Yes, a, it does. You're not. You're missing my point already. I'm not talking about how long. I'm not talking about how long ago it was. I'm talking about the fact of like that that verse. It's yeah, what it like. Verse holds weight, but I'm just it, saying. That's like, what I'm. That's all it. That's all. That's, that's all that matters. That's consistently all, been not, putting stuff. I'm out. not talking about none of that extra. All I'm talking about is the impact of what he does. So when you talk about this features really matter, yes, it does because that feature. Bro, and he's done a, a lot. Of, from he's he's done a lot of memorable features, but I'm just saying. Twelve though, years ago, it doesn't matter. People, it does matter. People still rap that stupid ass verse like it's like yesterday, bro. They legit. Yeah, do. they remember it. I know. Like I literally. <laughs> they no, know the I, words. I'm not being funny. I hear that verse. Like at least like at least two to three times out of like every like I hear that shit like a lot actually people no you don't yes I do because it's like and then I'm always like and then the funny part is I'm like people really that's why I'm bringing it up because people really legit that's a memorable fucking verse and that's why I'm bringing that up yeah it's a memorable verse but I'm saying you don't hear it all the time I've heard it when I say all the time I've heard it way too much in the past few months that's what I'm telling you like it, it people but that shit is relevant man. In a sense, not relevant. I don't want to say relevant, relevant, but it's people really do be fucking cherishing that fucking verse. You're reaching. I'm not reaching, bro. I'm yeah, not fucking reaching. Verse, but I mean, even you fucking said it's a memorable verse. Memorable yeah, verse, bro, and you don't even like this. Verse, but it's like, one bro, of us like that come shit. on, bro. You're not about to act, sit here and act like a song from twelve years ago is like super relevant. I didn't fucking say that, bro. You putting words in my fucking mouth. I didn't even say you said it was relevant. So I said what are you, you, so like what you talking about? I'm not acting like it's relevant. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm bringing up. It was, it was part of my point, bro. Bro. Because Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes has done a lot, man. So and you saying that this features really count? I mean, if we're gonna count features, yes. So he's you were, done. So you were saying if you saying he had a lot of he had a, you were, but you were saying features as if he had a lot of recent features, and you chose to use that as a point. As a, as no, a I was I was I'm saying like, in what? general, That's like, like twelve years I'm saying, ago. I'm saying feature. No, I'm saying features, fucking uh, c- uh, compilation albums, all that type of shit. Well, I haven't heard any of them. Any so. of his recent features or compilation albums. And he's definitely had. I know he's been on a few tracks. He's definitely, like, he's definitely had a. He got a feature out with motherfucker. He got a song out with uh, was it Lotto, or Mula, whatever. Mulatto, Mulatto, whatever Big the fuck. Lotto. They he got he got, he got some songs out with people. He's he's definitely doing features. That's my point. That's why I'm like, if you're not listening, then you're not going to know that he's doing features. But he's pretty. He's, he's, he's I mean, I'm aware shit. that he's been on a few tracks here and there over the years. But I mean, like, he's not like T Pain in 08. <laughs> what do you mean? What's that guy? <laughs> What you mean? What's that what's mean? T Pain in 08 was like on everything, bro. True. Lil Wayne 08 was on everything. Yes. Too. He's but not like that from a feature standpoint. Either way it goes, we're getting off point, man. Off topic. He was definitely a pioneer. That's all I'm saying. I wanted to shout him out. Yeah, I'm not dis- disputing the fact that he was the, the Lifetime, Lifetime Award is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, BT BT is going to be the only people that I feel like it's given to him. No one else is going to do that. But yeah. What's next on the list you want to talk about? You said the Wu Tang name generator. You put that on there. Yeah, man. Um, Wu Tang generator name. For those that don't know, it's like one of those little funny things of our times. I was like, how many years ago now? It's kind of old now. Probably like twenty. No, twenty years. Like ten years or so. The Wu Tang name generator. It's not no fucking twenty years, dude. It's not twenty years. You old. say the first one came out in like oh two. It wasn't O two. What was the first one then? You said the first one was like O two. Bro, it was that. not O two. That was like O five, O six, or some shit like that. Either way, that's almost twenty years ago. But almost, and it's not the same. Bro, as that's years, almost twenty man. years ago. 
But either way it goes, uh, the Wu-Tang generator name basically is a thing where you type in your name and it just gives you some random bullshit, honestly. And there's a bunch of knockoffs. And this dude was getting low-key harassed by the motherfucking Wu- knockoff Wu-Tang generator. They called him Lazy Ass. What's it called? A lazy Ass what? Lazy Ass Leader? I was like, what? <laughs> Call him a Lazy Ass Leader. And uh, he was like, hold on, you got me fucked up. He typed the shit in again. And that shit said, Lazy Ass Leader. Closed it. Opened it back up. Typed it back in. Lazy Ass Leader. So... He wasn't putting in my full government name. So then we ended up finding the official. And it turns out his name is actually... Go ahead and tell him your name. Annoying Genius. Which makes a lot of sense, actually, because he's annoying as fuck. But also, mine, Vulgar Bastard. Mine's Vulgar Bastard, but I got a dad. So I don't know why the fuck I'm Vulgar Bastard. But I know why the fuck I'm vulgar. Because you so, curse all, all the time. Yeah, but the bastard part, like I said, I don't know about that one. But it's it's funny, though, because I was like, it makes a little bit more sense than the knockoffs. And it's kind of quirky when you type it in, not knowing what, what to expect. And then it actually kind of gives you something, you know, related to something that makes sense to you. But in like a extreme way. So that was kind of cool. For those that don't know, though, that's how Childish Gambino got his name. So he made some references in a few tracks. If you know, you know. He does have the hardest name from the fucking Wu Tang Generator, though. Think so? I know so because everybody come out of there. True, but everybody else has tried it and ain't stuck with their name. He made it work and it worked. Headphones killing my ears right now. Childish again. That's why I always have it off like this one, off off one. But yeah, no, the the Wu Tang Generator name was kind of funny, man. Yeah, this is one of the last topics we have on the list. Um, this is something you wanted to talk about. You still want to talk about that Uzi album? Yeah. All right. You want to talk about that now then? Yeah. All right. Talk about that, talk about that now then. Let's go ahead and let you take it away. It was trash. Move along. Dang. That's it? Yeah. I haven't heard it, so. Uh, the like the, His, his last little project he put out was better than this. And it's 20-something tracks he got on this shit. It wasn't good. I mean, I haven't heard it. I added it to my iTunes library, but I haven't listened to it yet, so. I skimmed through it because it didn't catch me. And when I say scam on this one, it wasn't a scam scam. It was like I really did listen to tracks, and I was like, I'm not fucking with it. But I wasn't going to go through 20-something. Dang. Yeah, no. I'm, man, I'm, 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 when it's, when it comes to this music shit, where I'm at right now, I already got a short attention span. My palate is already oversaturated i got a i got a heavy plate right now a lot of shit and i need something refreshing man if you're talking ignorant shit uh you might not get the listen for me because i can only take but so much ignorant shit i have my handful of ignorant music i like to listen to that i might take in some new ignorant music every now and then but you're gonna really have to come with something if i'm doing it so with that being said, I, I don't want ignorant music. So with that being said, I don't really want to hear like any bullshit, man. And that ain't even really on Uzi because I'm not saying his music is ignorant. That's not really directed towards him, but it's directed towards him in the sense of like in the context of me talking about music not really hitting for me. I'm not about the sugarcoat shit. A lot of shit is trash right now. Ain't nothing really, really been hitting for me. 
It really hasn't. Like, I just haven't been feeling it. So, and a lot of people have been sending me music, too, and I ain't been fucking with it. I don't know what it is. It's just like, right now, I'm really anal about music. I'm liking a lot of shit outside of hip-hop right now. So, if you have some music that's not hip-hop, send it my way. But you rap motherfuckers, as far as I'm concerned, I'm really just worried about me right now. Like, I feel like it's my duty at this point to go hard on my shit. And, uh, yeah, I got I to gotta talk my shit. So, I ain't trying to hear a lot of y'all bullshit. Well, yeah, Lil Uzi dropped the album. I haven't heard it. He says it's trash, so. Yeah, it was trash. His last project was way better, and it was only, like, what, eight tracks or so? I guess so. That's all we got for you. Um, On this month, on this one. Yeah. This matter. I don't really have much to say on that project. I was, I do, I have one more thing to add. I was disappointed because I actually was waiting on this shit. And I'm not even an Uzi fan, but I'm always interested to hear what he's going to put What's out. What's the song? I just want to rock on No. It? it wasn't on it? I don't think so. Huh? I just want to rock with it. I ain't going to hold you. I skipped the rest. It might be at the end. Let me Now I got to go to it just to make sure. Because I didn't actually uh, go go to the whole album. You feel me? So, it, but yeah, I don't think it was. But I could be totally fucking wrong. No, it's on. It's on there. It's number 15. It's number 15. It's on there. Okay. I, was, I can't imagine. Yeah, because, bro, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think I got past. I, I think I made it to, like, eight. And then I stopped. Hmm. Yeah, I heard one through. Actually, I might have. I might have played the Nicki Minaj joint. Well, you can't really say it's trash if you only made it to eight tracks. No, no, no. Or it's I, got 20 tracks. No, no, no. I think I made I, I, was say, I, think I made it to the Nicki Minaj joint. Because I think I remember what listening to the Nicki Minaj. 11. You still only made it halfway through. That's what I'm saying, but I like I wasn't liking none of it though. But you only made it halfway through. I wasn't liking none of it, dog. This dude. And you skimmed through it, bro. No, that's why I said a skim. This my this skim that I'm talking about wasn't a skim. I actually listened to these tracks. That's why I said like I was listening to these tracks like whole, but I stopped. You feel me? And on top of that, this is why I say it's bullshit. It's 26 tracks, yo. 26 tracks. And you only made it to 11. Listen, it's 26 tracks. I listened to about 10 to 11 on average. I'm not liking the first 10. I'm not about to listen. And then for an album, that's not good. That's a bad ratio. That just means you have a bunch of songs you just put together. You should have at least made it to like 17. What part of I got a short attention span and a lot of shit is bullshit these days did you not understand? I understood it. I'm just saying. I would at least make, like try to try to get get to like 17. It's hard, dude. It's, I'm not, I can't listen to something for a certain amount of time. How long are the without, songs? It don't matter. The album is like damn near an, an what? It's uh an hour and 34 minutes of of and my come <laughs> okay, bro. Right, let's right. be real, dog. All right, okay. An hour and 34 minutes. All right. But let's take the music videos off. So an hour and fucking. 20 something minutes come on bro and i'm all about listening to a digestible album but this is not even a digestible album well how do you know if you only made it to track 11 i couldn't digest it that's how you know it's not a digestible album what the fuck you mean but it could it could have ramped up at the back end that's still not a digestible album i had to get through the. i had to skip the half of that bitch i had to take the fucking bun off and eat the fucking meat inside i couldn't actually i couldn't actually eat the whole fucking burger if I can't eat the whole burger and I gotta take the fucking bun off, what's that gonna do? It's like that one burger from In and Out, the uh, the Flying Dutchman. I don't know what the fuck that is. It don't have a bun on it. It's got like two onions as the bun. 
Oh hell no! I'm not trying. To Everybody eat. says it's good. It's like two fried onions. Oh, like an onion ring. Not like an onion ring, like a sauteed onion. No, I'm good. Everybody says it's good. I'm good. Then keep that. All right. No flying Dutchman for you. Go ahead and introduce the next topic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess the next topic. I don't know where y'all are from that are listening, but um, Wody. To those from the south, this person is a legend. And he was featured on NPR's uh, Tiny Desk, Tiny Desk concert series. And also shout out to the homie Cousin B out in D.C., one of the producers on the Tiny Desk show for pulling all this together, helping pull all this together. Yeah. So it's something you wanted to watch. How long, how long, how long, how much of this you want to actually watch? Because the whole thing is like 30 minutes. Bro, let's just watch a little bit. I was about to say, yeah, we're not about to watch all 30 minutes. But we will put it on. And of course, we got to add. Back in the day, I was playing this the other day in Serato. I wouldn't mind seeing you when I live. Bro, I, would I remember when they came to Canapolis, man. What? At the Intimidators, uh, him and Bone Thugs in the Intimidators Arena or Stadium, Canapolis. Yeah, it was lit. I heard it was a crazy show. Fresh man really gave us some timeless classics from some of the people that <laughs> we talking Lil Wayne's and Birdman's man, big timers like Juvenile, Hot Boys, yeah, like a real era. Ain't ran out of breath, and that's the thing a lot of people don't be knowing. 
Because you saw the difference. You saw when Keenan was on that date. They was performing. Key actually had a pretty good performance. But Tony Snow was low-key kind of running out of breath a little bit. It takes performance to really, you know what I'm saying? Control. Yeah. It takes, like, practice to be able to perform that shit. This man, Juvenile, I be doing this back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, bling bling. Every time you come around, you see the Oh man, I need BG. Right? Turk and Lil Wayne. Wait, Turk on this track? Thanks, man. I don't, I don't remember, bro. I know BG was for sure. It was BG. It was BG song. Uh, yeah, but I think Turk was on it. I don't remember though. I don't want to be bro. That shit. He smoked so much weed. I don't remember that shit. Hey. I'm a 1999 driver. I'm a uptown third walk Magnolia TC rider. Oh, ignorant ass. Always stunting. Big ballin' ass nigga. You can see him when he coming. Boot it up. Diamond. Goals be shining up. Motherfuckers be blinding us. That shit kind of lit. I wish I was low-key at there. This shit, man. Got me damn. Every time I come around. Oh, man. This song. This song was another one of those rap songs that changed my life. It changed a lot of. I ain't gonna say change. It just. This song, bro, he said he wish he fucking trademarked that shit. Oh, you know, the turn bling bling? Yeah. Yeah. They should have. Because they really bling bling, they really made that. They created that. That shit crazy. Now we gotta go back. We gotta take him back. That's funny, Jay-Z got on the remix. <laughs> that was that nerve, huh? You got the version of Jay-Z? Nah. SMH. Unless it's already on the album as the end. I think it is. Then I do got it. Sitting hard at the same time. You keep your body. On the sun. Yeah. Huh? Manny Fresh playing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it's the keyboard playing that. He playing something too, though. Oh, no, it's probably about his Manny playing it. Let's take it another direction. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my shit. There's another one song to change my life. Had hits, man. There's another one song to change. I used to love Juvenile back in the day. The beat for this song is crazy. I bet you know that. I be playing it all the time. Of course. 
It was the original, the original set it off before Boosie. <laughs> That's crazy. Two, two classic set off, set it off in Louisiana, right? It's wild. <laughs> Everybody say it out. I know I got some big lips, but I ain't tripping. The mama, I love pussy, but, but I ain't, ain't licking. Nah, prepare yourself for a school dickin'. You don't want it, girl, you don't know what you're doing. You're playing yourself. I'm a fattest boss, nigga. They're a little sign in the back. I'm just laughing at him doing it, him actually doing it. Right. I'm just laughing at him doing it, him actually doing it. Right. This shit funny. Alright, I'm just wondering you want to this right. Uh, I gotta wanna see a few boy. Ain't gonna run. This is a vibe. I'm not gonna hold you. This is the highlight of the episode, in my opinion. Bro, imagine being in Louisiana and seeing him do something on a corner, like with a little band last night, just like on some vibe shit, on some jam uh, shit. That'd be fire. That'd be so dope. Oh, oh yeah, uh, slow motion. Yeah, see, come on now. Was, this is middle school now. It's like what sixth grade. See, you be taking back to the, all these years. I can't go back that far no more, bro. They they, they gonna know the words. Hmm? You know they gonna know the words. Oh yeah, do a slow motion for me. Uh, I like it like that. Be working that back. I don't know how to act. <laughs> hey. Oh, he didn't start with the first first verse. Nah. You must have heard about the hoes I beat up in my home. <laughs> they wasn't telling the truth. <laughs> well, I'm driving you. Better than I could do. You know? Same nigga used to be running with Rossi and Kirby. Can a player from the know you get a chance with it? But I can't bounce with you without using my hands with it. That outside dick. One of my hoes fell in love with that outside dick. Alright, we can we can just see what he's gonna play next. That's what I was saying. That's what I was like, you know, I don't want I'm gonna need some assistance. No, you're clear. I'm gonna need some assistance. I'm gonna bring out these ladies, these beautiful young ladies, the Amores. Oh, you know, I think I think oh I don't know. And I want y'all to, can y'all help me out with this next song we about to sing? Yeah. Sure, Mr. Doobie. <laughs> they got me. They got Mr. me again. <laughs> Mr. Doobie. Keep it going. Let's go. Oh, shit. See, man, hold on. We gonna, I don't know where he's going to play. He got them vibes. Open your ears 
up and soak is game up. Nobody don't know ya, I'ma make y'all famous. It's 24 carats, but it shine like stainless. It's look at how the diamonds compliment my fingers. <laughs> yes, indeed. Shit, choking me. Whoa, I need a breath to breathe. Chasing with the Hennessy, now that's IG play. Especially when them hoes shaking that ass to the DJ. They about to do it, give them some lead waves. Stop trying to be easy. Yes, sir, it's the bubble right here. You're all beautiful women if you're insecure. Work that, work that, so that. Come on and do the rodeo. Bruh, I ain't gonna lie, if I had money, I would pay artists to do shit like this, bro. This this is what I wanna hear, bruh. It's a vibe, it's some chill shit. But it's juvenile. <laughs> oh, he's gonna give us two verses, okay. You in a throw that zone. But I still keep the homicide squad on the side. See, I'm holding on a still when we're controlling the ride. And y'all coming out of pump because I got it to drive. I'm really feeling your outfit. It must be nice. A hard worker like myself could afford that price. I can't deny that you's a beautiful bitch. You got a face and a ass and a smile that won't quit. Work that. You's a beautiful Work bitch. That laptop cover, man, it fresh guys hard. What was on it? Yeah, it was just like some like uh, graffiti. You see it? Oh, yeah. Y'all give it up for the moors. Y'all give it up for the moors, man. So, we about to take it back, man. We about to go back to the 993,000. Yeah. And in order to do that, I need my boy Manny Fresh to take the helm. Cut up. See, yeah, man. We okay, talking about you right. talking. We want someone just watch it. What the all fuck? All right, Are we gonna right. stop now? Like, I mean, he <laughs> gonna play some shit. Halfway, we halfway through. <laughs> uh, 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 you playing them cuts? He the is though. What the mix? Hey. Jesus. Oh shit.
<laughs> oh. What? It's slang for somebody living in a ward. Like, what? Oh, shit. So it really is straight Louisiana shit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but. What is? What is? Learn something every day. And, and I know Turk don't like me right now. He really want to punch me in the face. She a little nah, woe there. No, no, that's still my love, bro, but listen. She a little woe there. That part of the song had to be the best part of the song when he come in. Y'all know it when he says, I like him hot. The one that don't tell me to stop. He dicks while I come. He don't know how to. I need a project. <laughs> a hood rat bitch. Hey. Boy, don't give a fucking thing to you. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all know that part. All right. So, <laughs> so in order to sing this song that I made called Project Chick about that part of the song, I got to bring out two Grammy-winning artists. Two of the biggest artists of my city, of my time in my city. Oh, he Trump bring out Lil Wayne. And my man, John Baptiste. Nope, never mind. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> bring out Lil Wayne. Grammy winners. Two Grammy winners to time the desk. Give me love. <laughs> Y'all ready? Let's go. Right, let's get it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. Give me a project, bitch. <laughs> Give me a hood rat trick. Hey. And tiny desk. This is for Keyshawn, East Lawn, Lil Mama and her friends. Teresa, Teresa, Tria, Tia, Leah, and Kim. I love y'all, bro. Strict to my dogs. I love y'all, bro. Yeah, I love y'all, bro. I love y'all, bro. We were just playing this shit last night, weren't we? Yeah. Like, we were just playing this last night. I play this song all the time. True. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, Juvenile's my favorite I was just mixing um an Eric Sermon track with his with his uh, uh you understand. What's the video I sent you? Okay. What are you doing with that? I don't hear that. I don't hear that. It's that little small little. Mm, 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 mm. Don't have no evil in this house. Rolled out. Put me out and sold out. Living up in this whole house. <laughs> Dick good, keeping it hard. Letting that nigga come. come. <laughs> Children. <laughs> Head behind the building. <laughs> that flow is crazy. Children. How you put children in the building? Children. Children. It's funny. I'm finishing the hate out of the words in this song. <laughs> I'm trying to hit you from the back till you holler, good lord. Good lord. Good and always be hard. Give me 
Alright, we're gonna we're gonna cut it here. Anybody it, else that wanna hear? Cause I feel like if we don't wait to keep yeah, watching it's, it. It's, it's, it's gonna get out of hand. <laughs> Shout out to Juby, man. Yeah. That might be one of my favorite tiny deaths. That was a cool one. But yeah. So I guess we're about to hop into um the jam sesh. Even though we kinda just had a little bit of a jam sesh. Again extended. Alright, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Ernst World TV. All music from the jam session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts. DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.